0: We're reading from Romans chapter 8 still, verses um, 18 through 25. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up into the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. So yeah, here Paul is, is going on to talk about the church in his day is facing persecution. They're facing suffering. And uh, some of us in North America haven't experienced as much of that. Uh, we have maybe small moments of suffering or what we might call persecution but but not the large persecution that that many people even today in this world have. Um, but what Paul is saying is that suffering even doesn't compare to the glory of God that God is bringing. And, and Paul will later say that we we are being, transformed with ever-increasing glory into the image of Christ. And so this glory that is being revealed in us, it's this kind of process that God is doing in us. And so he says, our sufferings, yes, we have suffering in this world, but they don't even compare to the glory that God is bringing forth in us. And then he talks about even the creation itself, even this world we live in, Is kind of groaning to be redeemed. Not just people, but the the entire creation has been groaning uh, to be redeemed. Kind of like a woman in childbirth. He uses that picture. Um, That that the childbirth moment, like like there's a lot of pain and there's a lot of trauma in that moment, but it brings forth something so amazing. A, A newborn baby. And if you've ever held one of those, I remember the first time holding my sons. It's just incredible. All that pain, all that groaning. And so he says, we also are groaning inwardly as we await the redemption of our bodies. And so this is kind of this understanding. He uses this word first fruits, the first fruits of the spirit. So this is kind of the understanding of the now and not yet of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. We are children of God now, but we're also still being formed and shaped and changed and transformed. So we're not yet what we're going to be. We are not yet, um, we have not yet experienced the full glory of what God has for us. We used to sing this song, and we still do it at my church every once in a while, uh, called Blessed Assurance. And, And the beginning lines are, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. So the idea of the Christian life is that we are now experiencing what we will experience in eternity. So many people think that, that what we're supposed to do is kind of secure our salvation, and then and they just kind of wait, and they just kind of live, and then when we die, we will experience eternal life. But what Jesus says to his disciples is eternal life in John 17, verse 3. Eternal life is to know the Father and the one he sent. So you can experience eternal life today and now, and it's the first fruits of what God is going to reveal in us in our death, or when Christ comes back, that that full glory of, of being able to see God face to face. Paul will later say, now we see darkly, like through a glass, darkly. We can't really see, but then we will see face to face. And so it's both instantaneous and process. When we come to God, God receives us as a child. Instantaneous, right then. There is no hesitation on God's part. But we also are like newborn babies and we have to grow and we have to change and we have to be shaped and molded and transformed by God, by the Spirit of God he's been talking about that's at work within us. And so we're groaning for that day when the full glory of God will be revealed in us. And what he says is that brings this big word that we talk about in the Christian faith, hope. Here's hope. You hope for what you don't have yet. You hope for what you haven't seen yet. If you already had it, you wouldn't be hoping for it. And so he says, this is our hope, that we have tasted the first fruits of what God has for us now, but that we will fully understand it someday, whether we it be in our death or whether it be when Christ returns and that new creation is ushered in and we are ushered in as uh, members of the kingdom of God with the new creation because we have surrendered our lives to this God who is making all things new. So, today I, there's good news. We are, as soon as we turn to God, we are the children of God who are being transformed into the image of God. But what we are going to be, the glory that is going to be revealed we can't even fathom yet and so we groan for it inwardly like the creation is groaning to be redeemed and so your relationship with god is both to, both a moment where you turn to god who has already been turned toward you as we've said he took the first step he took the initiative and you turn toward god and instantaneously you are brought into the family you are redeemed bought back Um, You are made right with God. But then there is also this whole lifetime of growth. This lifetime where we begin to taste the glory of God, taste eternal life. And we have this hope then for the future. The future is going somewhere good. And we're going to be a part of what God is doing into eternity. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day.